Hello, everybody, and good evening. And uh, we are live. It is uh, November 10th, and this is episode 23 of the Get Equipped podcast. My name is Cody, and as always, I'm joined by the lovely Cassidy. Cass, how's it going tonight? I'm doing good. I've got a bottle of Pinot Noir, and I went on a hike today, so how could it be bad? That's that's awesome. Uh, Pinot Noir, I'm, I, I've actually got a margarita tonight. Um, so nice. I'm actually drinking with you for once, which is awesome. All right. <laughs> and also joining us tonight is uh, the equally wonderful Sophie. Sophie, how's it going tonight? Uh, it's going all right. Wish I had a drink with y'all, but uh, I gotta not do that because I work at ten tomorrow. Ah, it'll be fine. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> mm, a lot. Oh goodness. <laughs> Uh, so before we get uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about our uh, game club uh, game club game of the month, which was uh, Final Fantasy One. Uh, we do have a couple news items to go over. Um, so just first, first of all, just a couple couple news bits that came out from today. Uh, the Steam Deck has been delayed by two months. Um, I don't think any of us here actually pre-ordered it. Is that correct? No. No. Yeah, so this doesn't really affect us uh, really at all. So kind of understandable, you know, with the with the chip shortage going on. It's it, it, I kind of expected that. I don't think anyone's yeah. shocked by that news. Um, I, I think it's a really cool thing that I just do not have the kind of money to shell out for like a mild convenience. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I mean, I like I love my Switch, and to be able to play games like. With a little bit of a better, uh, better, better performance overall, just laying in bed would be great. I don't know about that much money, great though. But I do know that's kind of a bummer for the people who are, uh, uh, who were looking forward to that. So, you know, it's just a couple of months. Just hang in there. Everything's going to be okay. And uh, you all are going to get your awesome little gaming PC. Um, another thing that was actually just announced, uh, so Epic has announced that they're doing a crossover with Fortnite and Naruto, which is... Naruto. Yeah, Naruto. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, <laughs> but I, you know, the, it almost feels like, like, not even news at this point when Fortnite gets a big, uh, a big crossover going on. Uh, so, oh, Lord. Ah, yes. The Sharingan. Yeah, <laughs> watching a lot of these characters go through go through and shoot people like Ryu. Ryu will never fail to crack me up as he is uh, as he's firing away. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, like this game is probably the wildest crossover game out of all of them, and that includes Smash. <laughs> I disagree with you a little bit there. Well, if only because of the real life people that are also in there and uh, movie characters. Yes, yes, yeah. I, like I understand. Like, yes, it has more properties than anything and else. The weird, like Martin Luther King Jr. speech that they had that one time. That um, was so weird. And this is coming. This is coming from someone who actually does play Fortnite. I get together with uh, the guys over at NJP a couple of times a week, and we we play online. Um, but yeah, that was that was weird. That was awkward, and I hope they never do it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not one to use the word cringe, but oh my god, that, that kind of applies. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of agree. Um, 
But yeah, so Fortnite has all sorts of crazy stuff. And like, but the reason that I don't think that it that it outdoes uh, Ultimate in terms of like the craziest crossover is because even though all these characters are in the game, they're just skins. And like all these people are in the game, they're just skins. That's not it's not like you're like really playing as these characters. Um like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like I the only skins that I actually own are the resident is the Resident Evil pack. The rest of it I've I've either grinded hours and hours and hours to get. Uh which Have was you got Ryu? No, I don't. I have Jill, I have Chris, and I have a Ghostbusters uniform, and that is it. Uh they should have put like Hot Ryu in it with the beard. No, he's yeah, he's in there. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, Hot Ryu's in there. Um yeah, because you've got Ryu, you've got Chun Li in both her uh her third strike uh, no, not third strike, Alpha and her classic outfit. Um, oh, the Alpha outfit, that's cool. Yeah, you've got uh Cammy has a couple different costumes. I think Guile does as well. Um hey, Guile is ugly as sin though, so we can forget him. <laughs> I still think my favorite part about the the whole Fortnite crossover was Street Fighter was probably when people were running them through FaceApp, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then running them through that uh that really cursed uh singing. Oh, having Ryu sing what, Bakami Kai. Yeah. <laughs> the deep fake. Yeah, the deep fakes. That was. Comment on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that was really fun, and um. Yeah, Fortnite Fortnite's great for some shit posts, I'm not gonna lie. So <laughs> But yeah, so uh add add Naruto on there you know on a, on another another property being represented. I'm still patiently waiting on Goku. I can't wait to have Naruto uh I don't know, floss on somebody. <laughs> I, I can't believe that they're all in the same game with like Rick Sanchez and Oh my god! Yeah, uh, I I had a um, I had a I was playing earlier and I had a Master Chief shoot me and then proceed to start singing "Get Shrifty." Oh no! <laughs> Jesus! Right on, right on top of me. It was, it was. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Never mind. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but no. What I was saying earlier is like I do think Smash is still like more of a crossover because these characters aren't just skins. They're like. It's like a really, you know, you're actually playing these characters from their respective properties. If you're playing a character that was introduced in Smash Four, oh um, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so I, I'll, I'll give points more more to Smash for that. But Fortnite is still quite a valiant effort. It's still weird to see uh, Master Chief on the Switch, um, but you know, is it though? <laughs> not anymore. You're, you're, what I guess could have you're right. been? <laughs> oh Lord. So anyway. So tonight we're talking about our uh, our first game club episode, and basically what this is what this is is uh, we are we select a, a random game, uh, mostly old games, uh, every month that we all sit down and we kind of play play together. You know, you don't have to beat it. Uh, community members are all welcome to join in, and uh, we we just kind of go through the games. I, I streamed a little bit in the Discord of me playing uh, FF One the Pixel Remaster. Uh, which, by the way, Cass, thank you for that. Uh, shout outs to Game Share. Um, also, uh, uh, on that note, uh, the Final Fantasy V remaster came out today. Oh yeah, that is right. Did you did you pick it up? I haven't gotten it yet because I've been so engrossed in fourteen that I really haven't left that at the moment. Yeah, but, uh, other other video games do not exist exist for you right now. No. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, so yeah, shout out to FF5 Pixel Remaster. Really looking forward to that one. Yeah, um, get on it, Joseph. So <laughs> yeah, six comes out at the end of the month. Ooh, that looks great. Yeah, Axel saying in the chat, FF6. FF6 is going to be like that's my favorite g- game out of the bunch, and I'm like holding out that maybe they'll, they'll since I own the ugly version of FF6 on Steam, that they'll just kick me an upgrade to the Pixel Remaster. That'd be great. Uh, they won't. Did you really have to like kick me while I'm down? Yes. Well, I mean, they didn't do it for Final Fantasy V, so they <sighs> will certainly not do it for the one that people would pay extra for. <laughs> uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, Sophie, thank you so much for not even hesitating uh, <laughs> to let me know that. Love you too. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, I'm kind of in a mood tonight. <laughs> I, I, I see that. Uh, <laughs> maybe you should have a drink. Uh, <laughs> so yeah so our game our game this month was final fantasy one and you know we allowed ourselves to play pretty much any version of it um so Cass, i know you did not actually play it with us this month because you had just beaten the game so we'll let it we'll let it slide um so which version of the game did you play when i played it i played the pixel remaster version Okay, and uh, what what team did you uh, did you roll with? Well, I asked four of my friends uh, what class from Final Fantasy one they would like me to play, and three out of four people said Red Mage, <laughs> and you said White Mage. So I had a party of three Red Mages <laughs> and one White Mage. You don't sound bitter about that at all. <laughs> no, actually, like. I easily beat the game now. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Um, yeah, so Sophie, what version of the game did you play? I played the Dawn of Souls version, which is the one I'm most familiar with. I mean, I've played the NES version, but I prefer the Dawn of Souls. For, well, we'll get into that. Yep. <laughs> and um, the team I chose was uh, Fighter, Red Mage, Black Mage, Monk. And I named them accordingly after all three of us in the podcast. While the monk was called GEP, as in like for all the watch, all, all the people in the community and who watch. But yeah, so I, I also played Pixel Remaster version on Steam, and I ran with a fighter. I had a red mage, a white mage, and I think I had a monk. And um, I named my uh, my team as I typically do with a lot of my. RPGs that I play is uh, I named them after Castlevania characters, and this time I picked uh, Castlevania Three. Um, my fighter's name was uh, Trevor. My white mage's name was Sypha. My red mage's name was Alucard, and then my red mage's name was Jerry. I think you mean the monk. Yes, you're right, the monk. Sorry, it's been it's we're in the process of moving, so my brain is also all over the place. So you have to bear with me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I you know name name them all after. I typically name whenever I have a chance to name like blank characters in an RPG. I typically name them after Castlevania characters. I don't know why it's just what I've done for a while. Um, nice. Axel in the chat uh, says my FF one party of choice is a fighter, monk, white mage, and black mage. That is a solid party. So, can't go wrong. You yeah, get you, nuke. Yeah, you, you really can't. Um, so we're going to kind of break this down. We're going to break it down by, uh, by gameplay. Going to break it down by presentation, which is going to include 
uh, visuals and music. Going to break it down by um, by the story, and then about how well you know has it has it has it aged. Um, so we'll start off tonight with the the overall gameplay. Uh, Cass, why don't you start us off? What what is FF One all about as far as gameplay goes? Well, it is as simple as you can get for turn-based uh, RPGs outside of, I guess, the first Dragon Quest. Um, you've got your party members, and you've got monsters in the battlefield. And uh, you select from menus what your characters will do. And you all wait your turn so that you can do those actions. Mm-hmm. Um, this game in particular, and Final Fantasy III, have a quirk if you're playing the uh, the NES or the Pixel Remaster versions, where instead of using MP like they would in future games, they use uh, Vancian magic so that you have spell slots, just kind of like in D&D. Yeah. That actually threw me off quite a bit while I played this month. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. I think the game's easy enough that it really doesn't matter either way. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. But uh, yeah, you you've got limited spell uses until your your next rest, mm-hmm. just like in D anD. d Awesome. All right. So uh, overall, what kind of a, like what was your impre- You know how how did the gameplay impress you? Did you like it? Did you dislike it? What are your overall thoughts of it? Um, as somebody who really likes the later Final Fantasy games, I, I picked it up pretty easily. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. Uh, the game's a little slow for my taste, but once you get going, it's, it, it's an extremely short game. Yeah, it's um, not super long, I don't think. No, and uh, yeah, I, I do get that the, the Peninsula of Power was removed, but honestly, you don't even need it because... You've got three times battle speed in this one, and it almost makes up for that. Not quite, but almost. Almost. <laughs> Sophie, how about you? How did you feel about the gameplay of uh, of Final Fantasy One? Well, um, it's incredibly bare bones. Like, uh, I mean, like Cass said, aside from Dragon Quest, uh, Final Fantasy One just kind of set the stage for future JRPGs in combat. Like. This formula would be used in Pokemon, it would be used in Shin Megami, it would be used in pretty much just generally any sort of, like, JRPG you'll find. Um, Gameplay-wise, since I played the Dawn of Souls version, the pixel remaster means nothing to me, because the magic in it uh, follows more like Final Fantasy IV onward, where mm-hmm. you have the MP system instead of the spell slots. Uh, the game, yeah, it's it's very slow, but visually, really nice. And it's a really compact world. You can kind of get lost because there's a lot of ocean, and you get a boat really early. Yeah. But, I mean, aside from that, like once you figure out your way in the game, it's it's pretty much smooth sailing from there. Yeah, it's 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 fairly it's fairly easy. Um, I think what kind of caught me off guard, even though I kind of knew going into it that it would be this way, is just exactly how simple it really is. Um, even like I was when I went when I opened up the Pixel Remaster, I was expecting you know to have a few more updates. I was expecting maybe um, you know to, maybe to update to like the ATB 
that you would get from you know something from like Final Fantasy IV onward. I was expecting you know a more traditional MP system, but no, not <laughs> not really. Uh, this is actually a pretty pretty faithful recreation of a. Uh, of FF1, all things considered, like, in the core gameplay. Yeah, um, outside of some balance changes, anyway. Yeah, yeah, um... So, uh, Axel in the chat says it's actually a fairly medium-length game. There's a lot of extra dungeons to explore before you go to the final boss, at least after Dawn of Souls. Okay, that's fair enough. Dawn of Souls is different. Yeah, Dawn of Souls is a little bit different. And I, I kind of wish I had played the Dawn of Souls version, um, just because I think I would have preferred the, uh, the, 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 the standard MP that I'm used to. With other Final Fantasy games, I wasn't really a fan of how this game held. Uh, you know, had the uh, had the magic going on, but um, and I found the dungeons to be incredibly simple. Um, granted, oh, very. Yeah, granted, granted, like for example, the first dungeon there in the marsh, or one of the first dungeons there in the marsh, where uh, you're just kind of jumping, uh, jumping from room to room, and just trying to figure out where the ladder is, and I just found that to be really, really boring. I hate, I, I hate to say it, but uh, it was just really, really boring to me. Um, the battles they uh, for the pixel remaster they did go by pretty quickly. I like that I, you did have the uh, you have very Zubat Cave. Yeah, that's that's really what it reminded me of. Axel in the chat saying that it, it's very Zubat Cave. Um, granted, I didn't get much further than that because I I hate to say it, but I lost interest. Even though I liked a lot of the other aspects that the game. Uh, came really really brought to the table um yeah did, uh, what did y'all think about the dungeon design uh does so it, does there are better? like there are like two dungeons in the game that i actually like the design for <laughs> uh-huh and one of them's not really even a dungeon it's the uh can't remember what it's called like the tower of trials or something like that yeah. uh-huh um but i also like the uh the airship that you fight Tiamat on. That one's really cool. I, I think it's like a floating city of some sort. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like a floating city. Yeah, that one's actually pretty good uh, as far as dungeon design goes because it reminds me of a lot of, uh, a lot of the Magitek factory from um, Final Fantasy VI. Yeah. You know, like an extremely simple version of that. Uh, or like inside of, uh, what is it, the Tower of Babel or Zot from uh, Final Fantasy IV. Both. Yeah, yeah, both of those. Yeah, both of those. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know, maybe, maybe I just needed to press on a little bit further. Because I, I didn't get much further than the marsh, because I just, like I said, I just got bored. So, wasn't, wasn't a great first impression. Um, Sophie, what about you? How are you feeling about the uh, overall dungeons? Well, um, dungeon design, uh, at least in the original version in Donna Souls, there are some parts in some of the dungeons where they have ramped enemy encounters for no reason at all. Um, you'll find that in your first particularly, like, I wouldn't say difficult dungeon, but the first real dungeon in the game where you go fight Lich. Mm -hmm. There are some tiles on the DOS and NES versions that just have insane, like, enemy rate encounters, and they usually come in, like, waves of, like, six enemies at once. It's really annoying, but, I mean, overall, I say some of the, the dungeon designs are pretty neat. They're, it's it's like a maze. It's dungeon crawler. But, yeah. you know, uh, you're panned down instead of, like, looking around. 
like Etrian Odyssey or the first two Shin Megami titles. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite dungeon in the game is probably the um, underwater uh, dungeon where you fight Kraken or the giant floating city where you fight Tiamat. Because with the Tiamat fight, there's um, there's a neat enemy in it that you only have like a 1% chance of fighting. And in the NES version, it's considered a super boss. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's kind of wild. Um, and that's you touched on another thing there was the, the random encounter rate. Um, how bad was it for y'all? Because I, I felt like I couldn't watch, walk two steps without getting into a battle. It's hell. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't bother me, but I knew what I was getting into. <laughs> okay, fair, fair enough. Um, so another, you know, good thing that I actually appreciate about this game uh, overall, in, in pretty much every every sense of the uh, the word, was I thought the presentation was actually really, really good, uh, at least in the Pixel Remastered version. Um, I really enjoyed the updated visuals. I thought all the backgrounds and the maps looked absolutely gorgeous. The sprite work was great. That um, water. Yeah. The, the music is incredible in the remaster. Oh, Lord. I have, like, I have no nostalgia for this game. I really don't. But when the, 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 the main theme of Final Fantasy started playing as they were looking over the cliffside and you had the slow text crawl, I was like, oh, that's just, that's just the good stuff right there. <laughs> it's a moment. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, pre- presentation of the game, at least in later ver- in the, the Pixel Remaster version, is it just mwah, top notch. Love it. Uh, yeah, and uh, unlike in the original version or the Dawn of Souls version, like in areas of the game where there are quote unquote cutscenes, there aren't really any in the original game. But mm-hmm. like anything that involves like a special effect of any sort, like they make it look really stand uh, stand out from the game. Normal, or from what the game normally looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit more prevalent in Final Fantasy 3, but you can see it a lot uh, in Final Fantasy 1 as well. Oh, um, the Pixel Remaster magic looks amazing. It does, yeah. It looks incredible. Um, the animations for all the magic stuff is just really, really, really nicely put together. Um, how did everything look in the Donna Souls version, you know, just comparatively? Because I know you watched a little bit of me playing... Uh, um, playing the Pixel Remaster, uh, how does Donna Soul stack up? Sprite-wise, um, uh, I'd say that the Pixel Remaster looks a lot more fleshed out, a lot more pretty atmospherically. Um, they changed a lot of the character sprites, um, especially whenever you get the upgraded um, character classes, like Knight, uh, like a uh, Black Wizard, White Wizard, Red Wizard, etc., etc. Uh-huh. Um, I know the Pixel Remastered stuck towards to the original um, design of the sprites. Also with the enemies, the Dawn of Souls version has com- almost completely different enemy sprites. I wouldn't say like all of them, but a good chunk of them look a lot different. Okay, that's good. How does the music stack up? It sounds like a it sounds like a Game Boy Advance. I mean, it's it's Final Fantasy music. You can't go wrong with it. But it's the battle music's kind of tinny and a little off sometimes. But mm-hmm. I think it just could have been the way I was playing it too. Oh, okay. 
Um, no, yeah, I th well, I mean, GBA sound fonts, they do kind of have a little bit of a weird twang to them. Uh, you can tell just how, how much they've been compressed, so... And sometimes off-key. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit, but, you know, that's, that's a GBA thing. Uh, so, yeah, so moving on, uh, the story of Final Fantasy 1 is pretty simple. Um, it's not much of a story. No, it's really not. You know, the game begins with your... Uh, your four uh, warriors of light, the hero, you know, your heroes of the story, who they each carry a darkened crystal, and uh, they end up going, to, you know, they go to the, the kingdom of uh, Conaria, and, and they end up going and fighting Garland to save the princess. And Gar, and uh, then when they go back, the king is like, "Okay, you've got to go save the world now." Bye. And that's pretty much. Yeah, let me repair yeah. this bridge that we just decided wasn't important enough until uh, yeah. you guys saved the princess or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was awkward. Infrastructure, who needs it? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, to be fair, that's pretty realistic. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's certainly like construction is here. Yes. Um, so yeah, were there any standout moments for the story for for either of you? Nah, it's like. Just you just go through the games. <laughs> uh, I guess sort of when you find out it's kind of a time travel story. Yeah, that that was neat. Where it's like kind of a crazy time loop with chaos. Um, yeah, that was that was neat. But otherwise, yeah, there's there's not a lot going on in terms of character. There's not really a lot going on in terms of story overall. Um, it all feels pretty disconnected. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't really fault it for that though, just because of the uh the point in time where this game was released yeah. so you know it's 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 of the time this is the first final fantasy game yeah uh, and it doesn't even really try to go for a story <laughs> outside yeah. of like something a little bit deeper than like the uh, zelda one <laughs> instruction book has zelda one is basically just a man in a cave gives you a sword have fun um yeah <laughs> so but yeah, it's it's but it's it's serviceable enough, and you know it. I think really the point of the story of Final Fantasy One is to really kind of fill in the blanks with yourself and really let your imagination run wild. Which for a kid, if you're a kid in like you know the late '80s, early '90s, yeah, it's not that hard to do. Um, oh, for sure. So yeah, I mean the game came out uh, in 1987, so yeah. It's it's interesting, and you know, a little bit of backstory to this game too. You know, this was what they thought was going to be their final game. That's where the name came from, Final Fantasy. Um, you know, Square didn't really think they were going to get much further than this. So, well, look at them now. I know. For the became, or worse. Yes, yeah, so I mean they became sellouts at the you know with the title Final Fantasy Two, but uh, that's that's for another another time. Um, but yeah, anyway, so moving on, how well do y'all think the game has aged? Um, I'd say it's aged the least out of all... Well, no, that's a lie. It's <laughs> aged comparably well compared to some of the future titles. Final Fantasy 2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, aside from that, it's... Have you played an RPG? Have you played an RPG Maker game? I mean, yeah, this is this is pretty much it. Especially like 
anything made in RPG Maker 2003 is basically on par technically with this game. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, I don't feel like the game has aged really all that terribly. It's just very basic and very bare bones. Um, I could see someone uh, going in looking at it today and having having a good time with it. Uh, But also, you know, be really interested to see where the series came from, where they really got their start. So, yeah, I think the game, like, despite its faults and despite the fact that it's the earliest entry in the series, it's still incredibly playable, which is more than you can say for a lot of old games. That's 100% true. Yeah, like, it's really the only antiquated portion of this game that I really feel like is just the, the level design. You know, I feel yeah. like yeah, I feel like if you had a lot of a uh, uh, a lot more engaging level design, I probably would have beaten this game. But <laughs> that's just me. That's just a, that's a personal gripe. It's just you know, some of it's just a little too simple for me. But I do think this is absolutely worth a play. Uh, I think the pixel remaster is absolutely worth checking out. Um, yeah, I, I definitely I'd recommend it in today's day and age. Also, shout out to the uh, the PSP version. Um, you know, you're probably not going to find that unless you uh, find it in, with illicit means, which I'm, I'm fully here for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me just get that out of the way. Uh, this is my uh, my weekly uh, approval of piracy. Um, <laughs> but the uh, the PSP version is very good as well. And you know, I noticed that's kind of a trend with um, with Final Fantasy games. They tend to really play incredibly well on the PSP. Yeah, especially with Final Fantasy 4, but this one too. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely absolutely um, the way to go. Uh, but oh. yeah, oh, go ahead. Um, I was going to talk about the, um, the different content that's in the Donna Souls version compared to the original and uh, Pixel Remaster. Yes, please go ahead. Okay, so after you complete some of the elemental, um, or when you restore the light in the crystals, um, certain dungeons will open up. And mm-hmm. within those certain dungeons, you can get extra armor, extra items, you fight a little bit more difficult enemies, and during the end of those dungeons, you have branching paths where you can fight one of three or four um, enemies from later games. Um so, like, you'll have one dungeon where you can fight, uh, like, three or four of the, like, near final bosses of, uh, Final Fantasy 3. You can fight the four fiends in, from Final Fantasy 4. Uh, you can fight Shinryu, Omega, um, Gilgamesh, and someone else. And, um, Typhon... Ultros? Ultros, and... Two others that I can't really remember for the last one. Joseph knows more about that than I do. But, um, with saying that, you can revisit these dungeons over and over and over and keep getting stuff and experience because they hand out some pretty hefty experience which just makes the game a breeze. Yeah, which is always good. But yeah, that's, uh, that's actually really cool. I keep forgetting that Dawn of Souls has so much uh, extra content. Uh, oh yeah, all of those, like all of those GBA ports had a lot more going on for extras, uh, especially Final Fantasy IV, but this one too. 
Yeah, FF FF4 GBA was actually really really good. Um outside of the Even if it kind of invalidates some story beats. That's yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> because that's the version of the game that where you can get everybody back, right? Yeah, in your party. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's one guy you can't get back. <laughs> cough cough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor went out for Tella. Uh, yeah. So you should have just been able to get his ghost. God. His name is Fusoya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, goodness. But yeah, uh, definitely recommend FF1. Uh, I guess just not the NES version, because there, there are better versions to play. Yeah. So, um, do, I, yep, do, <laughs> do either of you have anything else to say about the original Final Fantasy? Play it. Uh, I'm here to kill chaos. And he's going to knock you all down. Oh, um, watch 8-Bit Theater. Read 8-Bit Read, Theater. Yeah. Okay. It's it's an old uh, it's an old web comic, but you can find it. Yeah, should should be pretty easy. All right, so we have a uh, another game club game for uh, I guess it'd be November. because uh, we're well no, November December. Uh, here, all right, we've got our next game club game. So. This is going to be game number 146. This is an arcade-style shooter. Oh, boy. On the Super Nintendo. Oh, boy. Released in 1993. Yeah. Developed by Nintendo EAD. Yeah. Called Star Fox. Yeah! <laughs> nice. I was uh when when I, when we pulled the game out of the hat um which I'm telling you we had we do have I do have a literal hat um and you can't tell nice. me otherwise so <laughs> so I was I was debating I was like well Sophie is either going to be super stoked or super bummed that we've got to play the original Star Fox and not Star Fox 64 <laughs> I'm all for it yeah I was I was kind of hoping I'm like oh, let's pull uh, like uh, I kind of wish it pulled game 147 so we could all play Star Fox two. But hey, you know, well, I'll take it. Um, it's okay. Uh, just try not to think real hard about their legs. <laughs> oh no! Uh, so yeah, so this month we will be playing. Uh, we will be playing the original Star Fox from 1993. You can find this game uh, in addition to the High Seas. You can also find it on the uh, Nintendo NSO service. That it just comes with your service. So if you've got a Switch, if you've got NSO. Uh, or the SNES Classic, if you got one of yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, yeah, that's a great little emulation machine. It's a really, really good little emulation machine. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I hope you, you know, join us in play, uh, playing the original Star Fox. I, I haven't played it in a long time, so I'm kind of looking forward to diving back to it. It's not quite as a time sink as, uh, as uh, Final Fantasy 1 is. So, yeah, looking forward to it, looking forward to it. All right. So uh, before we wrap up, is there anything else you all wanted to add? Uh, I can't think of anything. Awesome. No more jumping in trying to get me to edit stuff last minute. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, short episode. Short episode this week. So, um, but yeah, thank you all so much for listening and, and tuning in. Uh, this is the Get Equipped podcast. We do this live every week. Um, however, next week is, I'm gonna, not going to lie, it's going to be up in the air, because I, I am moving, 
And I do not know that I will have my streaming and recording set up ready to go by the by the time next week's episode rolls around. Godspeed. Yep, so w- w- wish me luck. Um, I'm hoping everything goes super smoothly. Um, but yeah, you can always tune in, you know, tune in every week uh, to twitch.tv slash show, and you can interact uh, with us live in the chat. Uh, you will also be able to find this ep- uh, these episodes on all of your favorite podcasting services. And if you would do me a big old favor, give us a good old thumbs up, good high five rating, click that subscribe button and just give us a good review because that that helps feed the algorithm it helps other people um discover the show you know we don't have a patreon we don't have ko-fi donations anything like that we just do this out of really just a hobby and uh the more people we can get to listen the better um so that's really really all that we ask so but yeah thank you all so much so much so much for tuning in uh my name has been cody and on behalf of cass and sophie I hope you all have a wonderful night and take care. Bye-bye.